Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, part of the 88 Cup of Car, 7 Xfinity. <laughs> <laughs> like I do that, see if you pay attention. Uh-huh. And uh, Xfinity and the 29 pickup truck. Brett Griffin, spotter for Clint Boyer and Elliot Sadler, both coming off of top 10s at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. How are you this morning? KB, not a spotter. Oh, you are a spotter. <laughs> you spot all kinds of things. I do. Like my crew shirts. <laughs> you got them, and a backpack. People you. spot you. Yeah, they can't help a spotter. It's because my shoe game's strong at track. Shoe game. I'm going to credit it to the shoe game, the height, the hair, the tattoos, the pretty face. Running up and down pit road 47 yeah, times yeah, during a race. Yeah. Well, and the stretching before the race. Is on. <laughs> Everybody's like, who's Elliot's uh, PR girl? I'm like, that's not his PR girl. Well, who is she? I like, can't tell you. Yeah. Is that the girl in your podcast? I'm like, yep. Yeah. Damn, no wonder you say she's hot. It's <laughs> like, yeah. Her. I tell everyone it's my sister. They know instantly by height it's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. You guys are back from Vegas. Fresh. Yes. What'd you do, man? Yeah, I heard you guys had an awesome hotel right mm. on the strip. <laughs> we did. The uh, strip next to away. Lake Mead or whatever that is. I don't even know what that is. It was uh, It was a resort, right? Sure. It was a standalone resort. Lopes yeah. said that you guys had It like, wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It was nice. It was just a drive. I, literally, I thought we were driving into the desert. There was at one point. <laughs> you weren't driving in the desert. It, you couldn't see anything. I told Tyler, if we stop here and we don't, if we get dropped on this earth right here, I don't know which way to walk. Like, we, there was, you couldn't see anything. You followed the power lines. There were none. <laughs> to the Hoover Dam and then jump. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah there's, so. there's no restaurants. There's no gambling. It's like Hendrickson timeout in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. I mean, it was nice. I mean, I, I don't do a whole lot anyway. So. Did you have good meals? At your resort? Uh, I don't know. I never ate there. There wasn't any food. By the time we get out of the track, we, I normally stop um, and we eat on the way back to the track because we get out so late half the time that by the time you go back shower, it's seven, eight o'clock almost. So, Frequent listener Brad Little of Door Bumper Clear, Case Kane's bus driver, I texted him. I was like, hey, man, how's your uh, how's your place? He said, I haven't been within 30 miles of the strip. It's terrible. It sucks. I was like, that's funny. Yeah. That's one way to keep you guys focused, though. How'd that work out for you? I was focused. Yeah. Justin had a hell of a run on Saturday, man. Yeah, we. Uh, that's the first time I finished on the lead lap in the X- Xfinity. This Xfinity year. Xfinity Series. And, uh, yeah, 
So it was a success, successful weekend for me. I was me. super pumped because I got to go home to a happy engineer. That's so. good. He was fast, man. I mean, he's definitely the best car in shop. We were really good last week. Obviously, all our cars had speed in Daytona. I feel like we'll come back in Phoenix. I mean, when you take a new aero package, you look at guys like Penske who weren't that good last year, and now they are. I mean, just some teams are that quicker than others. I think we were pretty good at Phoenix last year. Yeah. I think Justin was really good. Yeah, he's good at so. short tracks, man. He's one oh, of the Oh, that's better. where we passed Kyle for the lead on the outside then he went down to turn one and just run into us and knocked us up the racetrack yeah so maybe we should have hit him in the <laughs> face <laughs> <laughs> he got hit in the face later <laughs> oh yeah cup race was crazy yeah yeah it was uh i thought the race was good yeah i thought the race was good i um, thought the stages really added to the pit strategy you know i mean you had yeah nobody had peeled off this week though like because you go a lap down yeah. So you couldn't really do it here. Um, you had Logano stay out, which didn't work out. You had McMurray get two tires, <laughs> which for him did work out because he actually ended up getting bonus points. I think he finished top five in that segment. And then you saw other people stay out that obviously didn't see what happened earlier when you stay out. Right, right. So The 41 stayed out in the second segment. Somebody else. It didn't end well for them. But no. nonetheless, man, I mean, it, it created what they want, which yeah. is some change. And no, that's good. Those guys were close to the segment, and they could have possibly – with the right restart, things get bottled up. They get away just a little bit. They might – who knows, man. It's worth a shot. One thing I think it does for guys who typically run 20th to 25th is the segments save their ass. They make it so they don't get lapped so quickly because it's hard to get <clears throat> lapped. When you look at yeah. an Xfinity race, you know, the first segment was, what, 40 laps? Mm -hmm. It's hard to get – if you get lapped in 40 laps, you pretty much suck. So this this segment stuff, stage stuff, whatever they're calling it, I, I do think it benefits some of the teams that aren't necessarily up to speed. And on any given day, that can be a good team, you know. I mean, hopefully it's not ever us. That segment saved Kyle's rear end right? because he was actually a lap down. And uh, there was actually a caution before the end of the segment. But what it did was it gave Kyle the lucky dog with the caution and then with the segment ending four laps later, all he did was take the lucky dog and then – um, he did. Uh, he pitted with everyone else. Fueled four laps later. Yeah. So and he got all that track position right back. He didn't have to go through all the lap cars at all. Because yeah. after that pit stop, after the segment end, he lined up with all the guys he was racing. Yeah. I think so. it was a good race. I think it was a good crowd. Looking at the Cup race, I, I tweeted this morning. You had everything you could possibly want. You had the two giving the lead away. You had Truex winning the race. You have, you know, Kyle and and Logano wrecking each other, and then you have a fight. Right? I mean, that's like a short track Saturday night race at Bowman Gray with five to go. Not every time do you get get that on a mile and a half. So I think if you didn't think that's exciting, then I'm sure there's some ice skating or <laughs> something on another channel, soccer, <laughs> uh, curling, something that would probably pique your interest. Suit you. Yeah. yeah. A ballet maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, horseback riding. Those guys, that, yeah, those guys playing chess on TV. That's that gets me going. That gets me pumped. Especially you know when they smash that alarm clock. And those idiots <laughs> that have those ro remote control robots fighting. Like, wow. Well, they build their I robots mean, you're, you're, and then they fight each other. Yeah, what's wrong with it's that? Like, it's like MIT. You're in love with a nerd, Kristen, but I, like, I don't think he's that nerdy. <laughs> he's it's like UFC nerdy. for nerds, man. <laughs> he's not like bad nerdy. It's yeah. UFC for nerds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's, that's exactly what their tagline should be. What's wrong with that? UFC what about those for drone racing? I haven't seen that yet. I have heard it's, about it. It's intense. Is it? Yeah. Not so really. The <laughs> not really. I would like to fly one of them. Yeah. You know those things. Clint's are got a. 
badass drone. Well, they those ones are tiny compared to like oh, regular are? drones. Yeah, but they're all carbon fiber. Guys make their own like chassis and stuff for them. It's like RC car racing. Oh yeah, it's just like that. Guys make their own chassis and all that for them and stuff. Right. So, but at the end of them, they fly them just like balls to the wall into a net. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they did. Just, just kill did. it into a net. Yeah. Right. What y'all do in Vegas? Fun eating? Where good? Uh. Yeah, we went down to Fremont Street on Thursday night. Yeah. Um, Triple George Grill. Vintage Las Vegas, mm-hmm. Fremont Street. Alan actually used to live there. Oh. He worked for Chrysler, so he cool. knows the manager of New York, New York, is and Caesar's. Really like, is Alan really like 45 years old? <laughs> he just looks 28. He's 36. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah no, but anyway, so he took me to all of the places that he used to go to when he lived That's there, cool. so not the tourist places. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd y'all stay? We were at the Mandalay Bay. Yeah, that's nice. It is nice. It's a lot nicer than where Hendrick was at. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could see the strip. It was maybe nice. We were on maybe it. next Listen. time Steve and Stefan will get you a room with Junior. Maybe. Maybe. But then he'll probably bill me for it. So. Yeah, probably. Josh, you didn't have a roommate, right? He could have no. stayed with you. He could have. But yeah. Josh stays out late, Josh. man. I don't know if he can deal with Josh runs hard. Rumor yeah, has it. Josh yes, used to work yes, for Miller Coors, so he has he knows. Yeah, that. he's got the yeah, he's in shape for it. Mm-hmm. You can't do that if you're not in shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Josh is well trained to run hard. <laughs> we stayed at Cosmopolitan, man. That place is Was awesome. that nice? Oh, love it. That's next to the Aria. Aria. Yeah. Are you are you up or down? I actually want some money. I did too. Really? My, you're my buddy Freddie. My Ready buddy Freddie Kraft <laughs> stayed with us. He spots for Landon Castle. And we slept in different rooms together. <laughs> what? And uh <laughs> it just means we didn't share a room. Um, I've never played gamble with this guy. And when you never gamble with a guy playing craps, you're a little bit hesitant. And this ass <laughs> proceeds to roll five times in a row. He makes the points. Boom, boom, boom. So, I mean, he How like. How much did he win? Uh, he won like three, four hundred bucks. And he was betting small and I won about the same. But it was, it was really fun, man. We had a good time. So, I'm up, Josh. Josh was up too. Yep. What'd you play? Craps at Aria. Yeah. How much you win? Uh... I left with like 150. That's good. Walked out. What are you playing? Ten dollars? Yeah. Ten dollar tables. I totally thought you were going to tell me you were up about a grand or something. Did you play the hard ways? <clears throat> nah. I always I always put five on the hard ways. Uh, I just did the uh, pass line, paid and played uh, six and eight. Yeah. We had a good roller though. He rolled for about 15 minutes, solid. That's good. <laughs> Kept hitting. Points. He making hard numbers. Uh. To yep. be honest, I don't remember. Probably did. I always <laughs> play the hard ways, man. It's the best odds on the table. Did you have? Did you go out with any friends? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like who? Uh, buddies that work for Miller Coors. No women? No women. So, so you, you got, drank so for you free. Got free beer. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the deal. I mean, yeah. Can't blame him. Well, I'm glad everyone You know what? Everywhere else alive. it was $10 beer night, so. Oh, man. I went Vegas. to. I went to – I was really not looking for anything crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, Thursday night. I had a really late morning Friday, so I go to Gillies. It sucked. Then I went to Senior Frogs. It sucked. Then I went and found a really good live country band, an MGM Mirage, at the bar called Losers. So I just hung there. Fitting. Just and, kidding. And, uh, <laughs> um, it was fun, man. I had a good time. I love Vegas. Vegas, Vegas is, is a cool. good time. But after day three, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. The secondhand smoke <laughs> will kill you. <laughs> not Literally. an issue at the resort. <laughs> no, because y'all don't have anybody there with you. Not an issue at the resort. <laughs> All right, we're going into spot on, spot off. You guys ready? No. There's nothing to talk about. Spot on, spot off. Cars could be quieter. Spot off. They're race cars. They're supposed to be loud. The millennials are going to ruin the world. Spot off, they man. They want to add mufflers? <laughs> they want to add mufflers. I mean, how's she going to do it? 
What's the Electric? problem? What is the problem? The cars are too loud and people want to socialize. So look, what do you do at a rock concert for three hours? What, what you or know? the movies. Yeah, well, you're, you're going for two hours. You're going and realizing, like the first what? time you go, the first time they the bass hits it when you're in a movie, you're like, "Ooh, that's loud!" You know, yeah. it, it's all like, get over it's it. It's part of the experience. It's part of what exemplifies the speed. I mean, if those things are coming by, sounding like crap, I, I, man, <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, so I went jet, to I like went to MotoGP and uh, when I worked for Mobile and. It's amazing listening to those motorcycles go around. Right. And then the last class is the E-class, electric. Yeah. You All you hear is the wind going through. It's miserable. The tires. And you're like, this isn't. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's strange. M Michael Waltrip was the first person I heard bring this up a couple years ago. And I know he took it to the brass, and clearly they've been sitting on it for a while. I know that our fan base is saying hell no to this. And, and again, we're changing. I don't even know why we call it NASCAR anymore. It's like we need a whole new name for this thing. But. Man, we, we don't need to be worried about how loud the cars are. If they're too loud for you, wear earplugs. You have call. scanners. You can go to the bathroom and take a break. Just, yeah. just Yeah, it's. I don't think it's, yeah. it's part of the hype. Yeah, that's part of the sport, man. That's why you say when you're walking along the fence there in the front stretch and the cars are out there going around, the first time your car goes by, you know. Yeah. Wow. With all due respect, I'm going to play devil, complete devil's advocate for a minute. If these same people – Age group-wise, they want to attract so they can socialize. Why don't they go watch these people in public? Because these people are five people sitting at a table in a restaurant and all on their cell phones, texting each other and playing on social media. Worry about getting your damn Wi-Fi working at the racetrack. Don't worry about the sound of the cars. These people don't talk to each other anyway. They text each other. This is dumb, one of the dumbest things I've seen us even attempt to consider in a long time. Spot on, spot off. Kyle connects on Joey Logano. Brawl ensues. <laughs> I got spot on, man. I'm uh, I got spot on for a lot of reasons. The main one is Kyle got wrecked and he was mad. And if you look at Joey's history, it's an issue with Tony Stewart who swung at him. It's an issue with Kevin Harvick who was going to swing at him, had two guys not get in between him. It's an issue with Ryan Newman. You know, it's it's an issue now with Kyle Busch. It was a big issue with Denny Hamlin. I don't know if he swung at him, but I think they grappled a little bit. Like you, you just keep seeing this thing happen. And eventually, Kyle gets so mad that he swings at him. Now, here's what I'm impressed about. He ain't taking crap. He went in there and said, hey, well, I'm going to man up. I'm going to pop you. Now, this is not Kyle's way. Kyle Busch got attacked in the Xfinity garage. I don't remember where we were by Richard yeah. Childress. <laughs> Richard Childress attacked this guy. <clears throat> Kyle Busch yeah. never even attempted to defend himself. And he said afterwards, I'm not ever going to fight. Well, He's mad and he's going to fight. Now, I appreciate that. But I grew up in a really small town where you didn't take any <laughs> And if somebody messed with you, you popped them in the mouth. So, spot on for me. Uh, I, I'll go spot on. I don't mind. I don't mind the guy going down there if he's mad. Uh, I don't I don't really <clears> – I don't think the circumstances for fighting right there were really good circumstances to fight. I, don't, I think I think if, if – uh, Kyle has done way more than that to people, and, and if the, if he wants that, if he thinks a little wreck for fourth place like that, it's not like he just drove in there and hit him. The gate. First of all, Kyle ran him low into the corner when he swerved around to miss the two. The two, like Kyle, Kyle's bed was made when you were blocked in behind the two already. So what would have happened if Joey didn't move down right there? Kyle either runs into the back of the two. Then what? We all they supposed to run up and punch him? Or he hooks Joey in the right rear and wrecks yeah. all three. And of them. then then what are they supposed to do? Run down there and punch Kyle? Yeah. 
Yeah. So when you run a guy low like that, if that's me and your guy runs you low, they're both just trying to get to the finish line. Uh, the car wiggled. He came up to racetrack a little bit, and he didn't just drive in there. He drove it in there till it didn't stick. He drove it in there. It's dock, but then it was just a little bit too much. I mean, he didn't just he didn't drive in there and just push right up the racetrack. Because Kyle him. does run him down, then Kyle gives him room. It's not like he was yeah, trying to hold no, it tight. But I mean, I don't I don't fault a guy for trying no. to trying to race. They're coming hey, man, back they're, to the they're racing. They're racing. And uh, you know, the reason I say this is because uh, you know I, I I've been leading a race before, and Kyle has cleaned us out. And nothing ensued after that for the race win. Yeah. And if you're going to fight and, and be such a little baby, and I've seen Kyle wreck guys like Brad. Um, when Kyle came across Brad's nose at Bristol on the backstretch, that's not the, that's not Brad's fault. Mm. And then Brad gets, you know, he comes off a of four and Kyle just wrecks him. Yeah. I mean, what kind of guy is this? This is a guy that doesn't – I don't even think he knows what he's going to do next. And, you know, that's my only – I don't mind two guys. If you're mad, go down there and show the guy you're mad. Yeah. But it better be a better reason than that, I feel. These two guys – Stripped down naked, turned backwards. I don't know if you could tell them apart. They're both really skinny, taller guys to be race car drivers. Kyle's pretty chubby now. So, mm-hmm. so yes, yeah, I did notice that in the picture. Um, but, but I mean, they're slim fast. There's all kind of ways to fix that. <laughs> but, but if you strip these guys down and turn them around backwards, like you could literally say, hey, they're they're in the same weight class. They got the same reach. Monsters all about edginess. These tracks are all about promotions, man. I don't. I think somebody should pony up a hundred grand and say, "Hey, let them wear headgear, let them put on boxing gloves, let them go out for five minutes." This would be a hell of a TV show. So, what do you think about Joey's response in the interview after the fight, though? What did he say? I don't know. He has a dumbass <laughs> grin on his face, where he thinks he's like Teflon. Nothing bothers him. He acted like nothing occurred. And I do agree with you, TJ, that I don't think. I don't even think Kyle fight. hit him. I'm not he even didn't sure get, Kyle he didn't connected. I don't think he connected. I don't really? think he, it, he was the going video over like looks five like I sent Josh a message to find out if he connected, but I never saw Josh. Reply. Well, they, it, I watched that. I replayed it I, probably 15 I times. I replayed it 15 it. times, and it looked like he connected. You think? But I mean, Joey's yeah. interview, his face wasn't even red. Uh uh-uh, uh, there was nothing. Like and then he either was just Kyle like, has the weakest punch, or Joey has the best chin of anybody in the garage. He he had like four guys in front of him. My only outcry from all of this that happened is NASCAR leave this alone. Well, you saw Steve O'Donnell's Please. comments today, right? Yeah, but that means they'll do the opposite. Like, let this lie, man. You royally screwed up the Matt Kenseth Joy Logano thing. We need a rivalry. We don't have a rivalry right now. This sport was built on rivalries. You know, it, it, this is a chance for these two guys to grow to hate each other, which only makes the fans benefit. I hope they wreck the hell out of each other again this week, man. I mean, like, it's it's great for TV. And and just leave it alone. I'm going to tell you what, if that's the way Kyle's going to be, he's going to he's gonna go down there one time to the wrong guy. Well. <laughs> I hope that <clears> – what I hope out of this is if Kyle's going to man up and this is the way Kyle's going to act, when this happens again, I don't care who it is. If it's a big dude, Kyle better go down there swinging. Otherwise, I'm, he's going to be caught. I'm going to go Mark Martin on him. Well, that's the thing, man. Like, they're – you know, you see these guys, and some of them look tough, and some of them don't. It's just like real life. Like Ricky Rudd was a badass, and he was only yeah. about five six. So, I mean, so does it change? Is if like Kyle went up to Joey because they're you know, doors much open. the same person? Um, if it's Ryan Newman, does he go hit Ryan Newman? Well, that's what well, I'm saying. I hope well, this question, does. That, and flip it around. Flip it around. Is he going to be mad when Ryan Newman comes and hits him? Yeah, like. If you're going to be a tough Ryan guy, Newman be a tough connects. guy. Yeah. Don't back down after this. You're setting the tone right here. You don't be a yeah. sissy. If Ryan Newman connects on Kyle Busch, he's done. Yeah. No more neck a, Newman. More than a scratch. There you go. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Newman is like a fullback of the drivers. He looks so. like Shrek. 
Yeah, he doesn't have a neck. No. It was no funny. Neck, it was funny watching Kyle's PR guy, Bill Janet. He took run. off. Oh my god. Oh my yeah, he god. darted. Did you see the PR people on Twitter? So Bill Janet's his B Janet's with a Z eighteen, 18. on Twitter, and the other PR people were posting like. Gifts of you know, like Muppets running, yeah. Forrest Gump running, and Muppets <laughs> running. So, so, so when you guys watch the video, there's two things that really stand out for me. The first one is, at the end of the fight, Joy Logano elbows his own PR person in his right rib cage, trying to get his PR person to let him go. That was funny. He's elbowing his own guy. The second thing was, before the fight starts, watch the guy in the gray shirt carrying the plastic bag full of uh, water bottles trailing Kyle. That's his PR guy. The minute Kyle swings, Bill Janet's his asses and elbows going the other way. He gone. He took off, yeah. Digging. The third, Denny Hamlin just standing there oh, at the watching fight. watching it, yeah. Just watching it with, like, no facial expression. I didn't not see helping, that. not leaving, just standing there. Watch it again. He's just like, Yeah, he just – Kyle walks right by him. He just – He just – Like, didn't even try to help Kyle. get nailed by six dudes. Uh, Stay there watching. I'm not so going to lie. I mean, it, 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 like, give Kyle credit for, hey, he was mad. He went in there and showed the guy what he was going to do. But, you I'm know. Not from, I'm not. Here's what Mama said. At least tell your guys when Mama. you get out of the car, hey, follow me. Mama <laughs> said, if you think you're going to get in a fight, you make sure you hit him first. Because if he hits you first, you might not be able to hit him back. So, but that's the way we grew up. Everybody, you know, oh, these guys, somebody tweeted me, these guys need to talk this over before they <laughs> start swinging. Man, will you shut up? If they talk, this is a grown ass man sport. If they talk, they're not going to fight. This is a grown ass man sport. These are all grown ass men. If they want to act like that, let them act like that. I stayed on the roof at Watkins Glen a couple years ago when I saw, uh, you know, race was over. I was going to put myself, look down there, and I see Regan get out, and he's walking out. I'm like, oh yeah, wait a minute, I'm gonna stay up here for a minute. Yeah, pull out your binoculars. This is not two men playing checkers. (laughs) You know, you pansy asses. Like, what do you think they're gonna do? Knock, knock, knock on the hollow door. Excuse me, can I come in and have so, a conversation? Sorry, can, oh, I'd yeah. like to clarify Sir, what happened. Sir, could you tell me why you hit me? <laughs> no. I didn't have those Most of the time, it's, oh, I'll call him this week. Yeah, I mean. I'll call him. Hey, guys. We're only, we're only hey three guys. races hey, in, sorry. and these guys are already sorry. kicking each other's ass. Right? We're back to boys. How about it? And like the it? races have been good. And, and Bob Pockers, we need to suspend Kyle Bush for a week. No, you don't. You need him to. That's where you screwed up the Matt Kenseth thing. You need him to come back next week and let him Matter, go at it again. Well, Bob, let, they're going to qualify uses, uh, right beside of each other. Bob, Bob also uses his uh, the fight from Texas with his picture in it as his like background. Right. Hey man, if you're against it, don't use it. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, Bob. I did say this though. If you're going to suspend anybody, <clears throat> which I hope they don't, mm-hmm. leave them alone in Cup. These guys both run Xfinity. They'll both run a truck race or two. Tell them they can't run the next six that they had on their schedule. Good. I'm happy because about that. here's the reality. They don't make a lot of money doing that. It pisses fans off when they do it anyway. Opens the door for off. other guys Opens to come in there. Opens the door for TJ Majors to get his shot again. Yep. Kevin Hamlin's coming back with me. We're going <laughs> to two-car team. And uh, so just leave it alone. Let yeah. it lay. Spot on, spot off. CMS road course. I have to go spot off on this. I'm with you. I'm it's big not a true off. road course. If we're going to run a road course, let's run Indy. Let's run Indianapolis as a road course. I mean, that that's a true road course. There's no real elevation change, but it's a good road course. It's got the curves. It's got the runoffs. It's got the places. Um, I don't know. This this could be – I'm sure it will be exciting and interesting, but I don't know how good the race will be. I'm spot off because Charlotte is our home track for all teams. NASCAR is built on ovals. I am 100% all for a road course 
being in the chase. I really am, which is what this cave, this and once again, NBC said, we want a road course in the chase. So this was the schedule's response to that. Now, to TJ's point, if we're going to put one in the chase, put a road course in the chase. Due to one in Indianapolis where F1 ran, you know, go to Montreal. I realize it can be cold up there that time of year. I don't care. There's one in Austin, mm. Texas. Guess what? It's yeah, Austin, beautiful. Austin so would be good. Go to, we have, go to Mid-Ohio. Mid-Ohio, Road go America. Road America. Yeah, we have all these true road courses, but the problem is SMI and ISC own all those dates. So uh, to, 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 to the point of the, of the whole indie thing, we obviously can't get enough fans in there to watch an oval, so let's try the road course thing. Let's do something. I'm, I'm totally 100% spot off on this. Spot on, spot off. Vegas triple header in 2018. I'm mm. spot on, man. Times two. <clears throat> I'm spot on. And, and what do you mean triple header? All three series will be there? Yep, Both all times. Three, twice. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't you yeah. read the news? Where have you your been? Buddy I Alex do, but I didn't think – I didn't know all three series yeah, were Your buddy be Alex there. Bowman that made fun of spotters doesn't realize how many hours you're going to be on the roof that weekend. That's too many hours on the Eight. roof. So, it's triple header for the spring, triple header for the fall. The truck race that used to be with us in New Hampshire – and the Xfinity race that was in Kentucky, that all moves to the fall race I'm in Vegas. I'm actually for this. I, even they, but we can't be doing the – each series does not need – 40 hours of practice. Yeah, man. No. Does not need it. Here's I'm, why I'm for it. I think it's a better market than Kentucky for the Xfinity series. And if I'm a sponsor, I'd much rather be in Vegas than Sparta, Kentucky. Um, trucks, same deal, man. They're out there on a standalone with IndyCar or whatever that is. That ain't working. Yeah, like, bring them over to our deal. That'd be fine. Yeah, it'd be way better. Man, I'm a – Weather's good. It'll be 150 degrees when we go back out there in <laughs> September. So, man, we need some shade. You get on we that? Do. Uh, well, we can probably start tweeting about it now. Maybe when next year or something will happen. Yeah. You guys are getting an elevator. Uh, at Kentucky. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah apparently, but it's we not really supposed to tell anybody. It's not really for <laughs> for us, but it doesn't even go all the way to the roof. So. It's baby steps. It is. I'll yeah. take it. I'm just glad when it works. I'm not gonna lie though. If they could put one of them, like you know those those things they put up at the parks. They put they uh, those a mister. <laughs> no, not a mister. Pants? They put it's them like triangular shadow things where they are for shade. You know. Yeah. Like if they could put a couple of those up, it'd be awesome. Everything you want is in Vegas. Good food, good shows, good hotels. Unless you stay where TJ did. <laughs> Shoe shows, a racetrack. Craps. What what the hell else do you want? Go to Vegas twice. And a Ferris wheel. It's a great idea. And well, a Ferris wheel that I've yet to see turned on. <laughs> it's just for show. Have you ever seen it move? Yeah. Uh, I have. You have? Yeah. How, it's how, how, how it, faced I mean, were you when you saw it? <laughs> it, it, it runs from 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. Josh has seen Josh, it plenty. Yeah, Josh is going, woo, this thing's moving. It still it goes still. very, very slow. That's because they put people on. Another person has to get off. They put people on. It takes you like an hour to get around I it. Don't, I, uh, I'm out. It's like a 20-minute ride, I think, and the, but some of them have bars in there. <laughs> I, I don't All like – All you can drink for 20 minutes. Oh, I really? I don't like feeling like I'm suspended in air. So you've never done the New York, New York roller coaster? Yeah, that's not – that's bad. I'm, I'm on or something. I'm not hanging. Like that Ferris wheel thing, you're hanging. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> I rode on. that ride soaring at Disney. <laughs> never again. How about a heart attack? That ride is awesome. If I'd have had a panic button to hit, I'd have stopped the whole ride and been like, sorry, you 1,500 people that are on here, but I'm out. Terrible. 1,500 people on one it ride? It feels like it. My, my four-year-old rode it <laughs> three like times in a row, and I didn't. I was like, I'm getting off. I'm out. Spot on, spot off. 43 on Pit Road. Did you see that, DJ? Holy moron. <laughs> 
go around another time. Don't wreck us all on pit road because you can't see your pit box and you drive by it. God, did Come you see back it? around. Did you see it? Yeah, see okay, it. so let me set the, the stage. We're all pitting. He's probably running about 20th. He's pitting in pit stall number four. So he's extremely close to pit exit. He misses his pit stall by a pit stall and a half. So what does he do? He stops in the middle of pit road. Well, because he's 20th, now everyone is exiting their pit box and attempting to exit pit road. Here sits the 43 ball in the middle of the racetrack, and he just starts backing up, and he proceeds to back up, and, and he was pitted right in front of us, proceeds to back up. So now he's blocked me in, Eric Jones in, and got us all screwed up. And then yeah. he tries to pull in his pit stall, which, again, he's catty-cornered, got us completely all blocked in. We lost three spots over And NASCAR didn't do anything. And here's my dumb factor of 100. Okay, let's get that out of the way. But crew guys are jumping over the wall in front of these vehicles. And here yeah. is this moron. He's putting all of these crew guys that are in these first five pit stalls at risk because he's stupid and they didn't penalize him. That should have been a two, three, four-lap penalty. That's insane. And, and is, is there a rule? There's my, Obviously not, and there needs to be. And here's the other thing. Once he's missed his pit box, he's going to come out last anyway. Just go around, yeah. <clears throat> go, go around, around, and then pit, and then you come out last anyway. So you, you're not losing anything by actually being, one, considerate, and, two, realizing that you're going to put these crew guys Had in a much safer Had he pit before, spot. Was, the, I this will, was the first pit stop? This was the first one. You will lose a little bit because by the time you come back around, you're going to be coming, you're going to be going in behind all the lead lap, all the lap down cars, and you're probably not going to beat all of them yeah, back out. Yeah, but at that point, it's Greg Galding. I mean, but, well, at, the, if, at worst case scenario. That kid needs to stop eating donuts, by the way. He drives like an idiot. Go ahead. If you are going to miss your stall. Is there a direct correlation between donuts and idiocy? He had Krispy Kreme for a while. At least just sit there and don't move. Yeah. Don't back up. Yeah. Just stop. We can go around you if you're stopped. But when you start backing up, that causes a lot of problems. Does There's his crew chief not count him down like Mendering does for Elliot? Yeah, Four, we, yeah, three, but, two, yeah but the Cuban Missile didn't hear it this, this time. Have you, ever been, have you ever went down pit road, though, and all the signs and everything's moving and stuff? No. It's pretty chaotic. It's, like it's there's, intense. There's a lot going on there. But, again, just don't stop. Don't back up. Just go on, man. Just yeah, go on or just stop. Uh, don't back up. He ended up finishing 14th in that race, and he could have easily. Why didn't someone kick his ass? <laughs> I don't know. He could have easily ended up with a DNF or, or a great torn-up race car just by being stupid. Yeah, or he'd been on a five-minute clock with someone else that yeah. piled into him. Did you race around Cole Witter, Greg Galding at all yesterday? Like lapping him? Oh, the only guy I remember, yeah, but. The they, only they'll, guy point that you, I they'll point the bottom going, hey, you go low, and you'll go low, and then they'll just right on your right rear. It won't, won't let you clear them coming off the corner. It's like, what What are y'all doing? We're on lead lap. What, what, what race are y'all even in? Are you know. kidding me? Are you talking about the guy it. that, you know, tried to start on the front row of the Xfinity Championship <laughs> race? Cole Witt. Yeah, I mean, you expect what? I should not be. Can we petition to get Why are out? you surprised? I should not be surprised. Yeah, I'm well, not surprised at all. Yeah. Yeah. All and right. the other guy, I mean <laughs> – Oh, Golding? Yeah. That's Kevin Hamlin's boy. It is. They go way back. Way back. On that note, Twitter we're going to take a... Greg Golding's dad threatened to whip Kevin's ass. Yeah, it was <laughs> over something that Kevin tweeted. <laughs> when was that, about five years ago? It is. It was a while Kevin. ago. Kevin, tisk tisk. Yeah. Kevin is... Yeah. Kevin's been in a lot of turmoil lately. Poor guy. Bless his heart. Poor need, Kevin. Let's take a break, and while we're on break, let's say a quick prayer for him. <laughs> At One Main Financial, we believe in the importance of community. 
That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are. It's where you make a difference. One Main Financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One Main Financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us. We're going to go into fast lane. I'm going to give TJ and Brett a topic to debate, alternating who responds first. TJ is actually going to go first, and they will get 30 seconds to voice their opinion, and whoever responded first will get a 30-second rebuttal. Kristen, you're a very intelligent girl. What is that? Uh, the whole Asta Mama Leica thing? Am I doing that right? It's Catholic. I don't what know. What I'm Protestant. Uh, I thought Catholics were Protestants. Uh-uh. Protestant? They no. They believe in Jesus. They all believe in Jesus. What are you talking That's about? Protestant, right? I thought it was Asa La Vista. I don't know <laughs> what it is. That's a movie. <laughs> That's Arnold. Oh, God. Well, some of our Catholic listeners tweet me what Asa Mama Lake means. Am I saying it right? I'm not Catholic. They're Protestant. No, they're not. Is that a lake? What are they? <laughs> like, there's Protestant, Methodist, Presbyterian. That's all Protestant. Hey, remember oh. last year oh. when if you we believe said in we Jesus, you're Protestant. I don't know the different sects. Yeah, we're no. not supposed to talk we're politics not and religion. religion. And politics. We're, we're not, <laughs> talking we're not debating that. He just wants to know what the motion but is. But I do with think that if you believe in God and Jesus, you're Protestant. I think you have that wrong. Let's make a wager. You're wrong, pay? and I'm right. What, what can Why you? What can you? What can we? What can you shoot that doesn't give you a gluten, uh, a EpiPen fit? Tequila. Shout out to tequila oh. on this bet. The right. Catholics are Protestants. Okay. As are Presbyterians and Methodists and Baptists. Oh, God, I can't wait to win this and drink and watch you drink some hot what tequila. What tequila are we drinking? Uh, Clairvaux Silver. Okay. <laughs> All right, TJ, you're going first. You ready, homie? Yeah, I've been ready. We mentioned this last year, but just briefly, the Xfinity series could run restrictor plates at Indies. What are your thoughts? Amish Josh says we shouldn't run there anyway. Yeah, I, I think we should just run the little track in India where the racing was good and we uh, it was exciting. I think uh, you had short track drivers that could go there and shine and make it a better race. This is a great stage. It's Indianapolis Motor Speedway, but no one cares. So I agree with Josh. We actually don't need to run there every year. We need to run there, I think, every once in four years. They're trying to make the rules package similar to IndyCar because IndyCar can run around there wide open, and you see what a great race that is. They're trying to make it where Xfinity can, but our cars don't turn left at wide open at 175, 180 miles an hour. So what they're trying to do is kind of a a 2.0 version of what they did there last year with the cup cars, and to be quite honest with you, it didn't work. Yeah, I don't – that track just isn't built for them cars. It's not – Cup cars, I don't even think it's really built for the cup cars, but at least there's the horsepower there, and you can, you know, there's a little more maneuverability with that. But the Xfinity cars, we need to run shorter tracks with them. We need to go to the little track. You you look at, I don't know our time's up, but you look at Daytona, 100,000 people. You look at Atlanta, big crowd. Vegas, big crowd. When you are in the situation that we're in where we're bringing in, because sponsors want to go to Indy because it's Indianapolis, right? And you get there. And there's not a big fan contingency present. It's hard to say we're a big deal when there's nobody there to watch us do what we do. So, for whatever reason, I, I think that tracks run its course for us on a yearly basis. We kind of touched on this already with spot on, spot off. But fights on pit road after the race, how should they be handled? Boys, have at it, Brett. And I'm I'm all for the fights on pit road. Uh, you know, driver to driver, crew guy to crew guy. I don't think a crew guy needs to be punching or kicking or choking a driver 
a guy that makes a hundred thousand a year can't go whamming on an athlete that makes twelve million. I mean, he, you know, these are the guys that people watch on TV. They're the guys that people, you know, come to the racetrack to watch. So crew guys need to stay out of it until there's the point where they're just actually, you know, making the fight not get any worse. Yeah, you know, I used to be more on that side of it as well, but you know, it's not fair for, uh, you know, it wouldn't be right for you know, a guy like Ryan Newman or somebody or, or a bigger dude to come down there every week and just build a whale on some other, you know, some smaller guy. So, I mean, I don't agree with, like, all the pit crew guys, but if there's a couple road crew guys there or whatever, I'm not sitting there, they shouldn't be whaling on, but they should be yeah. they should be stopping it. But, you know, if you, you know, a big dude goes out there and picks on a little guy or whatever just because he thinks he can or whatever. I'm with you. I, I, I think – I think what happened between Logano and Kyle was fine. I think, yeah, I don't think based on the replays it. I saw, I think the crew guys handled it fine. What I don't want to see is a crew guy hitting a driver. That's not good. Las Vegas gets two, all three series weekends next year. Does the banquet stay in Vegas? If not, where does it go? TJ? You know, I would love to see the banquet in Charlotte. It would make it much more adequate and, <coughs> and easier to attend for all of us. Um, it'd be. I just think it'd be great to have it in Charlotte, your home, your home place. I, I, I'm okay with a banquet being wherever we finish the race. I, I think we have a major time lapse that is not good for our sport. From the time the champion is crowned on a Sunday night till two weeks later, we have a banquet. In no other sport do you see that. I think Monday night needs to be the banquet for all three series at wherever we're ending. If we're ending in Miami, do it there. If we're ending in Vegas, do it there. If we're ending somewhere else, come to Charlotte and do it Monday night. But I'm cool with Charlotte, but I also am just not cool with how long we wait to do it. Yeah, I would rather knock it out as well. Why? You know, it, it's so hard. We don't have much of an off season, and it would be nice to be able to get it knocked out and get started. You know, it gives you a little more time for your family and stuff in the month of December with Christmas and everything and even Thanksgiving. So It's just the momentum of it. I mean, think about <clears throat> yesterday's race. If it ends, if that's the championship race – Right, and it ends. You got all this cool stuff to talk about. Truex is one. He's still on a high. You know, these two guys have just fought. They got to sit at the same table together. Like, we need to be able to, to take advantage of that. We don't need to wait for a two-week lull and everybody kind of get over it, you know? The Roush cars seem to have improved power and speed in 2017. Is this just an early assumption, or does it stay all year? And uh, they're way faster in Xfinity than they were last year. Uh, consistently running top ten with both Bubba and Ryan Reed. I think it comes down to they got rid of Robbie Reiser, and that guy was an old-school racer, had been there for 20-plus years. And, and I think because they moved him to the side, that guys like Brian Patty and, and, and the other management, Kevin Kidd and those guys, I think they're doing their job without having to hear what how the racing was in 1989. <laughs> well, towards the mid part of last year, they started finding a little something as well, you know, they were getting the backs down in them cars. They were sparking. You, you knew when they went into the corner that they were getting – there were sparks would always come out of those two cars. So, uh, you know, even all three cars the last year. So, they were, they've were they been they've been creeping up on something, and it's definitely, definitely showing. I think they realize the importance of running in the top ten in all their series in order to survive. They were, they were on their way out. So, I think it's it's a good thing for the sport. We need Roush Racing to be here. Yeah. I mean, 10 years ago, they had five cars in the chase out of 10. It's a big deal. Fast forward 10 years, they've only got four cars left between the top two series. So, good, good change for them. The off-the-wall topic, March Madness is finally among us. So, who's your pick? Taking home the NCAA championship. 
You know, I was really disappointed to see Syracuse not get invited into oh, the tournament. Oh, they didn't even get invited? NIT, man. So <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so I'll go with uh I'll go with the Tar Heels this year. They've got a really good complete team, so I'll pull for them. I'm a Tar Heel fan, I really am. But I'm a Gamecock fan first. Yeah, we know. So I'm gonna say the ass kicking chickens go all the way to the championship game and upset the world. Okay. <laughs> go Cox. Wager. Nah. <laughs> Wanna bet? Yeah, I was uh so they did you see uh did you see what, what Bayheim said about playing the tournament, the A C C tournament in Greensboro the whole time? Like yeah. it was it wasn't now did you see who Syracuse plays in the NIT? Uh uh-uh. UNC Greensboro. <laughs> right there. Yeah. They don't they don't play in Greensboro, but they play Greensboro, but it's just kinda funny that, that it is, worked out like yeah, that. That yeah. is funny. All right. We're going into hashtag AskDBC. So producer producer Josh, why do I do that every time in this one? I don't know. Has chosen a few uh, hashtag AskDBC questions. So also, if you ever have any questions for us and you want them answered on the podcast by Brett and TJ, be sure to tweet at us with that hashtag. At Cornwit asks, stealing from recent Arian Foster tweet, what's the largest animal you could kill barehanded? What? <laughs> this wow. question. That's a fun question. What is it? <laughs> Look at, animal. look at your face. Like I'm inclined to go with a cat, but it has really sharp claws. <laughs> I don't like to get scratched. Um, That's I the one. And like I, don't, I don't like cats in general. <laughs> so, I mean, I could easily say, well, I could kill a dog, but I'd never kill a dog because I love dogs. I hate cats, especially that, inside cats. That's the largest animal you could kill, though? No, I'm just thinking that may be the only one I want to kill. <laughs> what is they the largest? They go into your house, and they have this little sandbox. And they and sh- piss in it <laughs> and then when they're done doing that they walk in it and then next thing you know all oh, the cats on the kitchen counter see if you can get it off the counter i hate those damn animals they're terrible i well, hate when the you only walk into a house and it smells it goes like in that. that sandbox is because you put one in there well what don't have a, don't have a cat toilet train point. it I, you can uh, there are yeah. such things i've as, seen them they're indoor outdoor well, okay. cats so easily. let's say we did that then when they smell another cat outside that they can't go visit with they spray and have you ever seen how nasty that is have Aren't you, you ever seen them? them they race their tail. I'm not like, like a <laughs> fog, a mist of just piss. I'm not a cat person. It's, I'm, it's, not, it's I'm a, not a huge a, cat person. It's a complete person. mist of piss coming out of their butt. <laughs> I I'm going with cat. And I know that doesn't make me sound tough, but I just have a lot of aggression toward cats. I think you'd have a lot of people who agreed with that. I'm not a cat person, but I know they kill a lot of snakes and mice and stuff. Not so. if they're inside. Well, I don't, I'm, I'm a fan of outdoor cats then. All right, I don't Feral. mind Feral? Outdoor cats. What are you but killing with your bare hands? Well, I the mean, the largest animal. I'm trying to figure out here. Like, I'm going big. Like, I'm thinking like a bear. <laughs> no, I'm not fighting a bear. Uh, <laughs> couldn't kill a forty pound bear. I'm thinking like a like a koala or something. Why they would you kick kill your a koala? Ass. They're Koalas drunk are half the time. That's a sloth. Well, I'll kill a sloth then. <laughs> Sid the sloth. You is know, going koalas down. like koalas have this um, problem. It's where they're high all the time. No, yes. they have a syphilis problem. It's not like the sexual syphilis, but like they do. So don't touch them. They also sleep I'm like seventeen <laughs> hours just? a day. See, I, I don't know that. to humans, but to each other, they are. What does syphilis do? I'm not sure. It's something like they have gunk because in their eyes and like. That ain't got nothing to do with syphilis. It is. It's not a you sexual get syphilis strain on of syphilis. Your, on your penis. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes, and then it goes to your brain. Maybe I'm thinking. Hey, did panda. y'all see that uh, that YouTube video that was? It was like 
couple months ago where that About kangaroo syphilis? that kangaroo was attacking some dude's dog. Yeah, and he and punched the it. Guy went out there and just straight. I'm not the sure kangaroo. that I'm not sure that wasn't fixed because you I don't know, man. Because there's a kangaroo would kick the out oh, it's of chlamydia. Oh, oh, oh the koala oh, population yeah. is threatened by a terrible and widespread Great. outbreak of chlamydia. Oh, Damn, those the people are the koalas. The koalas. Dirty what little chlamydia. What is chlamydia? Uh, All right, we've taken a wrong turn. <laughs> on. Okay, <laughs> thanks for bringing up STDs. So I'll kill a Kristen. sloth. I mean, a sloth ain't gonna. At two thirty-one, Matthew asks, "If your drivers are in a fight after the race and you were there, would you jump in and help out?" I would try to stop it, and if anybody hit me, I'd hit them back. I don't know. It depends on yeah. I mean, it depends on who the guy fighting is. If it's somebody you might respect, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, if if Kyle came in there swinging at Dale Jr. and he, he even got close to hitting me, I'm probably gonna hit him. I'll pull Kurt Busch off somebody one time. Oh, yeah? Too bad it wasn't Kyle. <laughs> Did you get an elbow to the face? No, I mean, I politely grabbed him and said, hey, man, we're not in a good situation. I think we need to leave. And he turned around and looked at me with a really red face. And I was like, if you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. And then we walked off very calmly. Like, I'm just trying to help. I'm a fight diffuser, unless I'm mad and I'm not. <laughs> but I'm not. I mean, when I see a fight going on, I'm like, hey, we need to diffuse the situation. Mm. It ain't good. At Sheath88 asks, who do you think is the most punchable guy in NASCAR? Dale Jr. says this you have the most punchable face. Well, he changed that yesterday. So to what? Uh, TJ? Well, he said TJ has the most punchable Well, he was mad. He said he doesn't hate him. He just looks at his face. So he said like this because him. he's mad because um, I give him some trouble about their podcast once in a while. Yep. And uh, so they fired it up. Then they do like live broadcast deal. They, they put away – Obviously, he comes in here and does like two episodes, and we get a bigger studio, so I'm all for it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's, we're reaping the benefits of this. So yeah, uh, but yeah, he's mad because I chime in every now and then. And let's be honest, I mean, it, to, Tyler Overstreet's not the funniest guy, <laughs> and to to get Dale Jr. going, he needs some help. So um, I don't know, but yeah, so I, I chime listen. In. I listen to their first podcast. Mm-hmm. Have you listened to one yet? Well, I fell asleep. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I like I, man. My favorite part of Dale Jr.'s thing that he's done that I listened to was his Neil Bonnet story. That was a good story. Yeah, he's got a lot that's, of good stories. That's what I want to hear. I don't – a lot of it almost seemed – and we do all this ad lib despite what you people at home think. Um, this is a <laughs> candid no – this script. is a candid <laughs> basically. I mean, we talked about chlamydia. Chlamydia a minute ago. <laughs> On so I felt like his. I felt like his podcast was really scripted, and he's almost putting too much thought into it. I know he's a methodical guy, except for when he – has a private conversation with Alex Bowman, who Bowman decides to make that public. But nonetheless, uh, I, I, the, the Neil Bonnet story is what I want to hear. The, the, the tweet that he just sent out this week about him and Tony Stewart got in a fight one time in the NASCAR hauler. I want to hear that. You know, yeah. And that's the other thing about fighting. Je- you know, Del- uh, Jeff Gordon punched Mike Bliss at the airport one time. Nobody ever knew about that because it wasn't in public. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Montana. Montana. Montoya and, <laughs> and Newman got into it in the NASCAR hall. Like When it's not – on pit road, nothing has ever heard of it, you know. But when it's on pit road, it's oh, we got to suspend people and find them. Anyway, yeah. punchable face. I don't think you have a punchable face, TJ. I I honestly when when I when I first heard that question, which was a couple weeks ago now, I guess, or a week or so ago, was uh, I mean, it's hard not to be Kyle to me. I've wanted to hit him ever since Richmond. <laughs> so, Kristen, I don't know. there has to be a driver that you think you can kick his ass. <laughs> Look at her. She kicked both of ass. <laughs> it doesn't mean you don't like him. But which driver, if you said, you know what, I really think I could kick his ass, who would it be? All of the above? Baby Bowman. Really? Yeah. I'll take him. 
You got him. Y'all about the same size. He's taller than you. Well, if you got your shoes on. Oh yeah, I'm gonna wear my. What happens heels. if Kyle tries to fight you? I'm way more. I think yeah, I think I could take that. him. Yeah. Punchable face, man. Josh, you got any? He's a hell of a race punch? car driver, but he doesn't seem very yeah. like. Josh, you gotta pick somebody. Just pick Justin, because Justin will just not fight you and smile. Punchable guy in NASCAR. There's got to be. Oh, I know who he'd pick. Yes. <laughs> who is that guy that Josh sees that just every time he walks by just wants to hit him? I don't know. You do know. <laughs> no, I don't. Who is it, Josh? I think I've come up with mine, and I can't say it. So I'm out. Kristen, can you tell us who that guy is? No. Why? I can tell you offline. Off the line. Well, off he can edit line. it. It doesn't even have to be a driver. Oh, I know. I'm not. It could be media. Oh, I'm not, I'm definitely not a driver. I don't. There's not a driver that I just want to go knock yeah, out no. at this moment. Uh, there's not a media person I've ever wanted to knock out. Ooh, I got mine. Ooh. <laughs> Any of the damn yellow shirts at Indianapolis <laughs> with their whistles. <laughs> yeah. You just want to take their whistle and strangle them. Yeah, they're 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 in the running for this. I agree. They're they're, <laughs> they're, they're punchable guys in NASCAR. Yeah, just line them up. Just punch them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All 700 of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep mine to myself. I think it's best for me. Oh, really? For me retaining my head hard card, I think I probably need to just. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll leave that that, that there then. <laughs> Hot Shoe Hoonigan asks, best gift you've ever gotten from a driver, if any at all, LOL dot 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 dot. <laughs> I don't know. What's the best gift you've ever gotten from a driver? I'm going to say three things. Number Can one. Can I guess what one of them is? You, you, will, you will guess it right. Number one, when I bought my house 15 years ago, Elliot gave me a really nice hot tub as a housewarming gift. That's a hell of a housewarming <laughs> gift. It was. It was very nice. Did you guys get no in together? One, no one ever got chlamydia in the hot tub. <laughs> Let's well, get that out of the way. Didn't invite a call. Number two. I moved into my new house uh, over the winter, and Clint Boyer sent me a brand-new Traeger grill, and wow. I loved a grill. So those are my two favorite things that are materialistic, I guess. My favorite emotional thing that I got, I actually got last year from Elliot, we won Darlington. That's my guess. Which is my home track, and he sent me a full-size replica of that win, and it was Help a Hero, which I'm a big military supporter and uh, so that, that's – I know that's three things, but in terms of tangible things, and then I realize a trophy's tangible too, but it wasn't about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? TJ, I've now bought you three minutes to come up. Oh, man. <clears throat> man, you got – that have been nice to you. <laughs> it's because I'm more than a good spotter. Jeez, man. Uh, Even good spotters aren't that good. I've gotten – I'm not gonna let it go. <laughs> I know you're not. I've gotten. Uh, I've gotten a few trophies. That's why I picked Alex. I'll beat him up yeah. for you. I've gotten a couple trophies too. I think one. Uh, one was a replica of the Dover Trophy. I didn't know I was getting it, and then it showed up. Um, That's cool. Yeah, oh, it was Miles, kinda, Miles the monster. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it was when I was working with Brad. Something we had always joked. We we'd always talked about. Like if you could, hey man, if we could win any trophies, which ones do you want to win? Yeah. Like man, Dover would be an awesome trophy to have. Yeah. And uh, so. He bought an exact replica replica yeah, of the big one right. that we won and brought it over and was like, here, man, this one's for you. Yeah. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. What's the coolest thing Dell Juniors give you other than a plane seat every week? I was going to say a ride every week. Yeah. Um, we get birthday cards from Dale. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and gift certificates. 
for your birthday. It's a whiskey river. <laughs> <laughs> What's I that? Well, I didn't get a gift certificate. Oh, you didn't? I'm no. trying to think, man. Maybe that was, was What's that the Christmas? coolest thing you've ever given a driver? I bet I'm going to win this one out of all 40 spotters. Nobody will touch this. Can't touch this. Dun, 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 dun. Good What's feedback. the coolest thing that I've ever given? Yeah. Um. Well, I did find his uh, – I did give Del Jr. his AC Delco helmet from the championship. That's cool. Open face helmet. Yep. So I gave that to him. Where would you find that at? Well, it was – um. Steal it from Teresa, Jeff. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, she made the freaking crew. So, so these guys won a lot of races at DEI. She found all the crew suits, and she sent them all the note and said, "Yeah, bye." This is a true story. Teresa Earnhardt last year said, "Hey, Jay Guarneri, you were on the team at DEI that won the Daytona 500. Before I put your fire suit on eBay, would you like to buy it?" Anyway, full cost. What's that matter? She need the money. I mean. Come on now. Basically, I moved out of a house that uh, a guy lived in before me that worked for him. Yeah. And the guy took all his stuff and left what he didn't want, whatever. And so yeah. when I moved out, I just grabbed everything in there. And this thing is in a duffel bag, and I was kind of waiting for the right moment to give it to him. Yeah. So I thought it was, I thought uh, I'd give it back cool. to him. You might win. I gave Elliot a signed Bon Jovi guitar. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. eBay? No, Bon Jovi. So Elliot and I ended up, he's going to kill me if I tell this story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. We went to a Bon Jovi concert. I reached out to a girl I knew that knew some people at management. Ends up, they're like, man, there's a couple guys in the band that are actually fans of NASCAR. We'll hook you up. We get there. They put us on the front row. There's 300 blondes that were not like us. And then there was us. And we were in seats that they literally put right there just for us. It's crazy. Well, I looked all over during the middle of the show, and Elliot has got his shirt off. What? And he's shaking it over his head. Like a helicopter? <laughs> yeah. So we went to Bon Jovi shows three nights in a row. We followed them around on tour. We finally, on Thursday night, ended up in Indianapolis, which is where the race was as well. So long story short, we got to know some of the band guys, met Bon Jovi, met the drummer. Uh, what's the hot guitar player they are? Richie Sambora that people go crazy over. Tico's a drummer. So they didn't get to know them guys, so I put in a request going, hey, man, can I get a Bon Jovi guitar sign? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Did Elliot take his shirt off when you presented him with this signed guitar? <laughs> no. He gets mad when I tell his story. <laughs> what a dork. Maybe we shouldn't tell it. <laughs> Rant's going to be Elliot <laughs> flipping out on you in about 12 hours. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That was the last question. So what are we into next? We're into the rant, homies. What What did Mike Joyce say, Josh? Can we <laughs> play that audio? Yeah. So we have this. Ex- oh, there's a fight. We have this exciting. I mean, I think the point of our sport, the the big play to Monster was we're going to be edgy. We want to attract this 18 to 35 year old male. You know, our sponsor is going to help us do things we've never done. And our executives have said this publicly for months. Mm-hmm. So we have this exciting ending to a race. We have this crazy finish where Martin wins. Then we proceed to have a wreck. Then we proceed to have a fight. And then Mike Joy keys it up with, what did he say, Josh? And there's trouble <laughs> on pit road. <laughs> that, yeah, that was it. The most monotone definition of 18 guys fighting at one time you could possibly give. So if we're going for that edginess, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I hate to even say this. You got these 60-year-old guys in the booth who aren't edgy. You got Jeff Gordon, who's recently out of a car, not sure how he's going to necessarily handle it. And then th- the reality is the Mike Joys of the world have to set this up for this to get wild. 
these guys got to get wild in the booth. Like, they got to lose their minds. They're fighting on pit road. And and it just, man, I want to see. I mean, even looking at the last few laps, like, I feel like we got to look at some different ways to cover the sport because if you watch the races from the 70s and 80s, you can see the speed on the racetrack. Now we zoom in so tight on the cars, you can't even tell how fast they're going. Like, when, when Kyle and you know, Logano are catching the two, who's clearly slower, you can't tell how rapidly they're catching him because the camera's in so tight. Back off some of these camera shots. We need – every driver needs a, a helmet cam on. Like, we got to change the way we're covering this thing to, to, to grow again, you know. I don't think we're dying anymore. I don't think our, I don't think we're declining anymore would mm-hmm. be a better choice of words. But to, to grow again, we got to cover the sport differently. And we got to look at instances like this where they're fighting and we're not excited. Instances where – Last year, Nemechek is wrecking Cole Custer, and they're like, they're scared to death to say anything bad about them. Mm-hmm. Like, they're driving like idiots. Like, you gotta, you gotta own that. I, I don't know. That's my rant for the week. That's a good one. My next one. So go, TJ. TJ. Are you done? Yeah. Damn. Uh, I was giving you time to get your pick right. I was yeah. just looking up Twitter stuff here. Um, I guess my rant is if you're gonna. Uh, Hit on earlier, but if you're going to do this, you better can you better be consistent with doing this. You know what I mean? If you're going to run down there and hit a guy, you better run down there and hit the next guy too. That's what I hope for. Yeah. Is that a rant? Does it matter? Yeah, you were so I can't. That's a rant. Well, there was a fight. You sound like you're asleep. There was a fight. Oh, Maybe. Oh, look who won last week. The DBC picks. Yeah, so my guy G-spot, was hanging out G-spotter there. G-spotter won last G-spotter. This weekend. He's hot. G spotter two in a row. Where was uh? Should be three in a row, fella. When he got wrecked, the twenty and the and the twenty four are pretty close there at the end. Uh, ninth and third. That's well, you went through the wreck. Chase was actually falling back before that. Okay, so he would have been tenth and fourth. It'd have been probably ninth and probably sixth or seventh or something. Uh. Chase was falling back. He wasn't nearly as you good at the go end first. as I thought he was. You get to go first. Man. I'll We're take Harvick. Harvick, Happy man, Harvick. ponied up. Who won the last Phoenix race, Josh? Keselowski. No, Joey. Oh, God. I don't, but it was a, all mess. Joey's got a target on his back. Hey, I can't blame you for taking Harvick. That's a, that's a big pick. I think Ford won the first race. Ford won the, won the second race. Ford was going to win the third race. So I'm going to stay that trend and go with Keselowski. I hope he's good there. I haven't even looked at notes. Is he good there? Uh, not like not like the four and the other guys. Yeah. He actually struggled there. I think the last race there. Did he? I'll give you a chance tied up. Yeah, I'll burn a bullet. Uh, oh, this resets at the chase though. You said so. That's why I'm picking the four. Cause well, I, the drivers reset. The count doesn't reset. No, yeah, the drivers reset. So the I can, you know, reset. if it's oh, my yeah. pick and hard, if I, you know, yeah. I might be able to. Absolutely. Here, here's the thing that gives you a big advantage. Kevin Harvick tested Phoenix, and, and he's pissed. And they've never tested Phoenix. And he's had a lot of speed last two weeks, but they've never—they've just always been good at Phoenix. But they got to go test. So yeah, that, why that tire blow? Five of the last seven. I don't know. I, I don't know. They, they, I talked to Fedua last night, Tim Fedua, who spots for him, and they truly think they ran over something. It was near the end of a run, though. Uh, not really. Yeah, it was. wasn't that that far in. I mean, it's probably thirty lap, forty laps in. It wasn't like sixty. And he was also running high. He was one of the first and cars run the high side. Yeah, he could have shaved it off. But where he blew it wasn't typically where you blow know. it either. Thank God he didn't blow it again in a one. Yeah. I hate to see a guy, I hate to see anybody blow a right front. It scares the hell out of me. Yeah, blowing right fronts is no fun. Because you hear a boom, 
And then within a second, they're smashing a wall. Yeah, well, hopefully it's not a boom and then like three seconds, then a boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's usually not good at that point. So, off, right. off to Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Off to Phoenix. I hope you get to stay in Phoenix. I don't. I hope you don't have to stay. <laughs> they get you in Flagstaff in this week. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Tijuana. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're staying right up the road in um, Glendale, you know, the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> we got tents at the base. We're going to camp it. Yeah, ride mules back and forth to the track. <laughs> yep, we're going to mule it up, get on in there. You know, we're going to leave it at uh, about 1 in the morning to get in town. Yeah. It's the biggest race team in NASCAR. That's how they roll. Listen, that place we stayed at was nice. It was nice. But uh, it was just a little out of the – I mean, hey, if it was – I'm all for it if it was uh, – if it was, you know, more cheaper for the team or whatever. It didn't really cost us – it probably saved us money it's all. more cheaper. That's not a thing. No. Can you say more cheaper? cheaper or less, less expensive. expensive? That's like the word. You the word that drives me the most nuts is when people say littler. Littler. Or, fun, or like, what is you it? You know, I'll tell you one thing that's drove me nuts. As Dale Jr. said on the radio one time, is he says, it happens some of the time, all the time. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Which one is it? It's either all the time or it's not all the time. Yeah. 60% of the time, it works every time. Yeah. I, I hate when people say and so people say it to me now all the time that no I hate it. It's the same but like different. Yeah. It's the same only different. One what? of our uh, well, it is and it ain't. One of our <laughs> one of our PR reps says yeah no a lot. Yeah no. Is that the one you want to punch? Will like, has yeah? <laughs> Will has the, yeah Will has the most annoying one cuz he'll say Will? yes. Will? No, Will? he'll nod his head the opposite. It's like Jesus Christ, Will. <laughs> but Will Will has a month off. I I miss him already. So, a lot of guys don't take their motorhomes out west because of the cost. Mm -hmm. So, Will's off, Vegas, Phoenix, Fontana, and then there's a week off for Xfinity. So, for a month, this guy's sitting on his ass. So, we'll see him in Texas. Is that, our, is that what's after? Where where do we go after Fontana, TJ? Martinsville? Yeah. yeah. We run short tracks. You guys are Martinsville. And then so, we go, Martins, we go Martinsville, Bristol, Bristol, or Martinsville, or whatever. I thought two in a row. It's up there back it's to Easter. back. It's Martinsville, Easter. Martinsville, week off. We get a week Martinsville, off. Martinsville, Easter, Texas. When's right? Bristol? After Texas. Oh, okay. I really feel like. After Texas? I, wish, I wish our week off was after Daytona. I feel like those three winners reserve more time. You've said that before. To be able to just enjoy it and promote I it. I missed the week off in July. Oh, I did too. Right in Daytona. We used to go down there and rent a house. I know, that's fun. Oh, it was fun. Tabloid Central. I only did it one year, and I about died. Uh, tabloid Central was Panama City. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Skip that trip. That was the next year after the Daytona deal. It's crazy. Good times. All right. Great talk. One main financial. Thank you for bringing this podcast full of. And Exalta for sponsoring the Exalta Studios and Junior Motorsports. Dirty Mo Radio. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Is this our longest show ever, Josh? Yeah. Is Natalie going to kill us? Uh, we're at an hour and 14 minutes. We're <laughs> really, really We're really sorry we took up this much of you guys' time. Maybe I'll break it off into segments. Sorry. Holla. One, two, segments. Bye. Holla. Hey, Mike. So as we're sitting here in the newly renovated Exalta studio, let's talk Exalta. First of all, this studio is awesome, is it not? Oh, my gosh. It's huge. I love it. It's amazing. Yeah, we are very appreciative of that. But uh, Exalta's everywhere. I mean, we just left Daytona. Thousands of people went into their seats through the Exalta injector. I myself, I'm going to brag a little bit here, <laughs> but I actually watched the duels from the Exalta suite. It was fabulous. 
Uh, you know, Exalta is a co-primary on Dale Jr.'s car. That car, you will never miss it. It is so bright, colorful. It's amazing. Uh, and it's going to run at Phoenix. But yeah, Exalta is everywhere. They are really big supporters of our digital platform and our race teams. We didn't even mention the fact that Exalta is going to be sponsoring William Byron. That announcement came out this week. And they have a brand new building that they just built right next to Hendrick Motorsports. I've had the privilege to see the outside. Now I'm really excited to go and take a tour of the inside. It's absolutely incredible just what they've been doing. Totally. So we appreciate Exalta. How can we follow them on social? You can follow them at Exalta Racing on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 